What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh-uh. That ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just want to keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh-uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start. This is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. It, yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. So, basically, if a tree... Kind of like that. Kind of like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it. But it's like... If perception is reality, right? Like that means my reality is completely different than yours because we perceive things differently. So, what I perceive is my reality. So, if I stop perceiving in any way, shape, or form, thought, thinking about seeing whatever my house when I'm not there or my car, if I'm not thinking about it, then it doesn't exist in my reality. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's just kind of crazy it's crazy man it's crazy that we can have these different philosophies on that but it's almost like i was listening to faraz zahabi who's this mma trainer on another podcast talk about no free will like how free will doesn't exist the absence of it yeah and determinism how he's like in a strict determinist so my whole thing with that is if you know enough about philosophy and different realms of thought and patterns of being, you can convince a layman of anything. <laughs> I think you can convince somebody who's like a little bit on the fence of pretty much anything. Because I've heard both. I've heard every different perspective. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that's the good thing about about thought. And I guess being human is you can have different thoughts on anything. <laughs> I don't know if it's the thought or the charisma of the person delivering the thought though you know what i'm saying yeah maybe plato was just a better messenger than socrates but socrates had a more solid understanding of what was going on in regards to gravity or whatever no i feel you i mean that's true because like i could be some great like have some great thoughts but if i can't articulate them then who who's ever gonna be like oh let's follow that guy that's what i'm saying well in a way yeah i guess it does come down to person too because think about it like with these cults, like Jim Jones had all these people fall into some foreign country drinking red Kool-Aid while he's sitting up there talking about his mom, you know, like, yeah. And, and if you was, tried to run, he had people gunning you down. Like people followed this man. That's crazy. Hell yeah. And those cults are always just an excuse to fuck as many women as possible. So I don't even understand how they still catch on. I mean, to this day you have cults like Scientology, which is the biggest cult. Oh, yeah, we we should probably be careful about talking about that. Oh, we're not on their radar, man. They might come after us. You never know. They might have, like, fucking algorithms and shit for, like, any time this word is said, they hone in on it. They have buildings <laughs> everywhere. They're checking our theme levels right now. Yeah, they got... I'm sure, do they have a building in D.C.? I'm pretty... I'm positive they do. Next, I saw it. Next thing you it's know... Next thing you know, Tom Cruise... <laughs> It's gonna be coming, like jumping out the closet at us, like in the South Park episode. You're being glib. You're being glib, Jake. See, you're being glib. You don't understand. Medication is bad. Yeah. Yo. Fuck Tom Cruise. 
I did like his last movie. Oh, that would be funny though. But yeah, not nah, Colts, man. This shit is crazy. Like, hell yeah. But there's something about it though. Like you said, charisma. Tom Cruise is basically the leader of that cult, and he's got the most charisma. I mean, the dude still does his own stunts. Yeah. He's an amazing individual. So I understand the allure of these patterns of thought, being able to draw people in who don't really know what's going on. Just like all these conspiracy theories that happen. It's because they're fun and they're easy to cling to. Yeah. Like with uh, Tentacion. I don't even know if that's really how you say his name. I, I have no clue how to say it, but it's, yeah, I just say XXX Tentacion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anthony Bourdain. Kate Spade. Kate Spade. All these people that commit suicide, they are conspiracy theories surrounding their deaths the next day. Not even the next day. Within hours. Within bro. hours. <laughs> like, this shit, with the internet this day and age, man. I saw one about Drake being behind Tentacion's shooting. Like, I was like, what? That makes no sense. Why? They, they to distract a, from his baby being... Not, they had a story behind it, but it's, like, compelling. But if you're any bit, like, you're like, you can be like, yo, this shit does, is, is kind of like, what the fuck? But you dude. clicked on it. Yeah, I did. Let me let me read this. Hold on. You clicking you. on it again? Don't give him another click. No, I had a screenshot of it. Smart. See, that's that's media right there. That's how you know you work in media. <laughs> the fuck? It said, it says, like, four months ago, he posted on IG, if anyone kills me, it was at Champagne Poppy. I'm snitching right now. Shortly after everything was deleted and his account was hacked, X found out about Drake's son and Drake threatened to kill him if he told anyone. After Drake posted his God's Plan video, everyone said he was copying X's helping, helping hand challenge. Both rappers said their past was behind them. And that they didn't have beef. X told Pusha T about Drake's son, which Drake didn't want to happen. And he didn't know Pusha was going to make a song about it, though. In Drake's Look Alive, he says, You won't be expecting shit when Capo goes to slide. Said I put that shit behind us, but I lied. Drake's most recent song, I'm Upset, then says, SMS, send my shooters, triple X, XXX. That's the only time I shoot below the neck and X was shot in the chest. But it's like people just be playing shit. They be reaching, bro. It's fucking hilarious. Maybe First of all, I wish I, I want to give that person credit, but you got to respect the dead. Yeah, like this shit is crazy that like you were gonna reach that hard. Just it took to, some fucking creativity. Fuck a reach. That was creative <laughs> as shit, and it was good. Yeah, but they're still reaching. Like that's not <laughs> what happened. Like I mean, I don't know. Like the fact there are that many in some universe that could happen, but like well, know. there are infinite universes. But the fact that there are that many links between Drake. And Tentacion's death just certifies the fact that all conspiracies are probably bullshit. Because that's certified bullshit. Yeah. But if you read that to somebody who doesn't know anything about either of these two people, if I, like if I read that to my mom, she'd be like, oh, why did Drake kill that young boy? Yeah. Because that sounds like a lot of, that sounds like some compelling evidence to a layman. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely compelling. But like, yeah, like you said, it's just like. It's fucking hilarious. But like. It, I'm going to sit here and say, like, I understand why people are mad. Like, no one deserves to die by any means. But, some, like, some it's, it's hard to mourn. Some, it's hard to mourn to his die, It's hard to mourn his death because of the type of person that he was. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, it's a good thing because it's not. Like, rest in peace to him. For the people who were celebrating, like, you're fucked up. You're going to go to hell. Like, sorry, but. Yeah. No, nobody deserves to die. That's him, I guess. But people deserve to die. I don't think he deserves to die. 
Hitler no. Well, like Hitler deserved to die yeah, for sure. Die. That's just a blanket term. People like people deserve to die. Just say it was sad. You know, sad the kid died. He didn't have to die that way. But it's like today I was at work and somebody was like, "Why is this getting so much coverage?" And then I was like, "I don't know why." I was like, "I'm kind of surprised too." But like. They were like, who is he? And I told them, and I told them what he did as a person, and they were like, well, yeah, why is he getting covered? I'm like, look, he was trying to turn his life around, but he still made terrible decisions. No, they're ignorant. He's getting covered because of the way that he died. It's because of the way that he died. And the people don't filmed know who it. it is. Like, Yeah, people filmed it rather than try and help him. Like, That's why people are going crazy. It's because it was on camera, and there's still this whole nostalgia around the fact that he was a martyr for suicide victims and depression victims yeah because of the things he had been to but at the same time that's why there's any type of polarizing around this kid's death yeah and because people are really really into the idea of you know young artists dying like it's really like you know yeah biggie uh somebody said the other day they were like you know you can sit here and sell and say Rest in peace to him, and it'd be bad because he was 20 years old that he got shot, and that it was another young black kid shot and with gun violence, and at the same time, still demand respect for women in the LGBTQ community. Absolutely. You can do both of those things, and people who try and question that, I don't understand how you can question that either. Like, You can easily do both of those things. Most people can't, though. It's really hard for some people to hold two competing narratives or two competing ideas in their, in their head at once. Some people, it's hard for them to do that. They think, oh, if I think this one thing, I can't think this one thing. You know, so it's really hard for them to do that. It does not compute. Some people are like fucking robots out here. Yeah. Sad shit. Yo, did you see Trump hugging flags? He no, what? Yeah, he's going full naval. There's a video of a Trump hugging flag. Yeah, just walking up to it. You haven't seen this? No. He walks up to the flag like an old friend. He looks like he's on shrooms. Like he was tripping. He just walks just, up to the flag super slow, just waves look, at it. I don't know what's wrong with this man. Like, last week, for, he, he said, I get why they're kneeling in the NFL. I get it. Racial injustice. I get it. But they should suggest pardons to me that they feel family members or people that they've heard about that they feel have been unjustly treated. It's like, bro, What? That's not what that is about. Yeah, he, he, so he's saying, look, I understand that racial injustice exists, but I want examples. Damn it. They got to come up with a report he said, on specific families that have been harmed. He said, suggest to me people who should be pardoned because that's what you want, clearly. It's like, no, they want justice from the police departments who kill yeah. black people for no reason. And then it's like they get off and it's like they get paid leave. Like, that's yeah, what they want, Donald exactly. Trump. Not fucking. He's like, I, I understand you want me to free some of these niggers, so give me names. Which one of your drug dealing buddies do you want me to free? Okay. It's like, stop kneeling and suggest me pardons. What? Fuck Trump. Talking about young Donald. Talking about Donald Jr. Fuck yeah, Trump hugs flag after speech. It's hilarious. (sighs) After immigration speech, no less. Basically, he's going to defend his bill that is separating... Well, children from their families. Well, he signed an executive order today to end that. Did he? Yeah. That's good. But he came out and said, since no one has the backbone to do it, I'm going to put an end to this. Excuse me, you're the one who put this in fucking place. You can't celebrate a temporary halt 
to something that a policy you created. Like, well, no. Whose bill is it? Whose immigration policy is it? No, it's an executive order. No, whose immigration policy is it that has these kids being separated from their families in the first place? Is the Jeff House's? Sessions put it in. Jeff Sessions put it in place. Put, right. put it in place. So it was under the directive of Donald Trump. Jeff Sessions put it in place like in March or something. But is that under the directive of Donald Trump? Because he put Jeff Sessions in power, doesn't the I'm pretty sure have the I'm pretty sure it was like tr- under Trump's direction. But bro, there's separations of power. There's an executive branch and there's a judicial branch, legislative branch. He's you know still like is under under his direction. He put Jeff Sessions in power, but I don't think necessarily Trump is in a dark room saying It was his po- it was Jeff I mean, it was his policy. Unless like, unless you're of the thinking that all this is contrived, and Trump is just trying to set it up for him to win and be the hero. No, it's. I mean, that's what he did. He's he's going to take credit. He's going to be like, I put an end to it. But it's your policy that you're putting an end to. So you think that it yeah, doesn't work that way? Like you can't take credit for something, that, putting an end to something that you put in place. It doesn't. So you think they're in a the room, and you really? I mean, no, they know. They said it's, it's his policy. It's it's the Trump administration's policy. Like that's what's up. <laughs> this that's is what's crazy. Up. Like he's. A, like fuck him, dude. Like, his genius is what it is. Because all his little Trumpies are gonna follow him. Like, yep, he's baiting the fuck out of him. But it's crazy. But, but on his immigration kick, all these people who are like all lives matter and pro life, where the fuck are you now? Where's the outrage? You got kids. You got kids. All lives matter, and these kids are getting like put in fucking cages, and you you're like still like oh well, they shouldn't come here. Where's the fuck? All lives matter. Really? Yeah, man, seeking mandatory asylum isn't even a real crime, bro. It's like fucking shoplifting. It's like if I took a candy bar out of a store. They're not going to take me and from then, my mom. And then for people who are like, why, if they know that their kids are going to get taken, why risk coming here? They're running from fucking cartels. Yeah. Where they're from oh, is, yeah. where they're, from is they're like violent. They're going to fucking die. Like, that's what is going to happen. And Yeah, my kid can get taken and put in an American portable <gasps> outside of El Mesa, California. Or they can get skinned alive. By some coyote trying to cross the border. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that they even... Come on, man. It's like, let's see how you feel if one day someone just comes in and takes your fucking kid and puts him in a cage and you can't see him. That shouldn't happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to happen either. I'm just saying, God forbid that to happen. It's going to happen if it happens and then the people are going to be like, Oh my God, this is so terrible. Well, you advocated it. They advocated it. They're sitting out here straight up. Ah. Yeah, it really upsets me. Really upsets me. All right, let's let's change let's change course here. Well, yeah, Trump was hugging flags. That that just really made me laugh. I think he's on shrooms. <laughs> shrooms are about to be legal. I heard they might make him schedule one. So if psilocybin becomes legal and everybody is woke, we won't have these type of issues. So it's I don't be know that good. I don't know. There's people who definitely should not take mushrooms. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you're, like, schizophrenic or something. But it does help with mental health, like... Well, it helps open up new neural pathways, man. It's new lines of thinking. Yeah. And then, uh... What's it? Canada has legalized bees recreationally as a whole. Yeah, they're the first G7 nation to do so, First G7 nation, but the second nation in the world to do so, behind Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay, yeah. But it's going to take effect in September, but, I mean... That's pretty, they're smart. Mm-hmm. How about Trump saying, we need to make the G7, <laughs> the G8. Yeah, no. The G8 involved Russia. 
How is it that this man loves to fucking loves Russia and North Korea, right? Two people that he should not love, but hates and shits on our fucking allies, our closest our closest allies, like Trudeau, Trudeau and Macron. Fucking hates those guys, but loves Kim Jong Un and fucking uh, Putin. Don't make no sense. Because he respects power to an extent. He respects absolute power, and I think he's an idiot. Yeah, he, well, that I think, in a way, though, he's a genius. He's definitely a genius. I already said that. <laughs> but he is... Like, this not, man, like, uses but, the media, like, because he knows that he can say whatever he wants and people will believe him. He has a very unique expertise, but he's not an intellectually curious person. I don't think oh, he reads books. No, I don't think he reads books either. This man watches Fox News and drinks Diet Coke. Like Exactly. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He, I think he's a sluggish person. He can't have his daily briefings on paper because he'd rather have story time. Yeah, I think he's very dopey. You can just tell by the way he speaks. He uses the same words over and over again. Very, uh, very, I don't know, remedial pattern of speech to me. I don't know. He, he's, he's a joke. Yeah. But he's president. And he's good at being president so far in terms of, like, bringing attention to the office. But I don't think that's what the office is about. Yeah. It's actually about deflecting attention. <laughs> Yo, um changing the subject, sorry. We're trying. Uh have you watched any of the World Cup? I don't fuck with soccer, so oh. I don't pretend to. Okay, the World then Cup we'll happens. switch we'll switch up here. So I know you're not a huge hockey fan, but we talked about it. The Caps parade I went, well, first and foremost, went to a couple of the watch parties. Mm-hmm. That's just nuts, dude. It was a lot of fun. I bet. Uh, I was standing there, standing with my buddies, and I was like, yo, we should have brought a cool out here and sold beers. Mm-hmm. Tur- sure enough, five minutes later, we turned around, dude holding a pack of Heineken's. $4 for a Heineken. 12-pack of Heineken, that man just made bank, bro. Like, made oh. double his money. Um, but, yeah, no, it was fun. The parade was crazy. They had a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Shout out to the Capitals for bringing the championship. To DC, even though I'm a Ravens fan, so I've had two in my lifetime. I'm like you, Skins fans, who have had none since '92. But uh, yeah, so that was fun. Shout out Ovechkin, man. Yeah, no, that's love. I mean, I like parades like that. I like the celebration piece. I mean, I don't care if you win or lose. I go to the Warriors parade. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan, but you know, I'm a big fan of winners. I'm a big fan of celebration, and I like just the nostalgia that fans get. Surrounding that kind of excitement, they go crazy, man. Like that dude in Philadelphia ate shit, fresh shit from a horse. <laughs> it's just fun being around that kind of atmosphere. <laughs> People do go nuts. The caps were like swimming in the fountain yeah. and shit. Like that shit was so funny. Ovechkin singing "We Are the Champions," grilling meat for twenty-four <laughs> hours straight, just holding on to the trophy with draws on. Doing a fucking cake stand out of it. Love it. I love it. I love being around that kind of shit. I don't care about the sport. Yeah. So in that aspect, yeah. I would fuck with soccer big time Yo, if I was in Europe. When he said OV at the parade, he was like, he gave a speech, and then he was like, you know, I said before the season, well, we said, we're not going to fucking, su- we're not go, we're not going to fucking suck this year. Like, we not go fucking suck this year. And we're not like, going to fucking suck this year. Yeah. That's just so funny, dude. Like, Yo. I love the fact he kept it real, though. He kept it real. That's yeah. my man, 50 grand. Yeah. Wow. But now we're just stuck with baseball. 
Which I like baseball, but like this this is the worst like couple months of sports because it's at least we got the World Cup. I can watch a few games of that. I know you say you're not big soccer, but World Cup is at least kind of exciting. Bro, football's twenty four seven, and you know what else is twenty four seven? You see, bro, I can only take so much NFL talk right now. I can do only I can only do so much prep for my fantasy leagues. You know, like fuck fantasy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a champion like four, three, four years in a row in most of my leagues. So. Hey, I know how difficult that is, so congratulations. And it's fun because like I can talk shit to all my friends. Bro, I mean it's fun, but you know what I like doing now because gambling's legal. Oh, dude. I can bet on actual fights because motherfuckers don't know shit about MMA. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't know shit about boxing, and they have these terrible lines and people that betting all this money on people that are just popular by namesake. Man, I'm gonna start banking off some of these names, especially these female fights. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping like that Maryland will have some legal sports gambling soon, so we can just head over to the MGM, put put some bets in. Exactly. Like NFL season rolls around. Oh, Ravens minus seven over the Browns. I'll take that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Over under thirty nine points. I'll go to over. Like yeah, I'll put. I'm gonna lose so much money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to lose some, but I'm also going to win some. Yeah, I'm trying to make some bank off of that, too. Like, I know some, some friends who use this site, like, five dimes right now, but this just kind of sketches me out. Yeah, that would definitely sketch me out. Any of that shit involved with, like, illegal gambling where I don't have a direct line of communication with the bookie or whatever, like, I don't have my money in hand. I don't know, I need some old school shit like hardball. Like yeah. I need to know that, you know, if I don't pay up, he gonna break my limbs, but I know I'm gonna get my money too. My buddy yesterday bet on the Orioles Nationals game. Nationals were like, I don't know what the line was, but he bet the money line. He said he put $175 down to make $93. I was That's like, I was like, why would you do that? But yeah, he won $93, so. Jeez, I, I guess. Good for him. If he knew, I mean, it was a guaranteed thing. I mean, nothing's ever guaranteed, but the Orioles are the worst team in the league, so. But, hey, they were up 5-1 to one at one point. And then, and then the Nats scored four in, like, the sixth, and then four more in the eighth or something like that. Oh, my God. I bet he was so pissed by that moment when the Orioles were up 5-1, though. He's getting scared, but I, I'm an O's fan, but I was like, dude, don't worry. They'll find a way to lose. <laughs> sport to be like a super beast in of all the sports of that we just named where we go through soccer football hockey baseball of those four what would i choose yeah to be like a super athlete in number one whatever most recognized man highest paid i said fighting too so i mentioned ufc and boxing so we'll throw those in there I wouldn't do those. Like Floyd Mayweather's the only one who pulls out that shit in boxing. Like, but I don't know. Baseball, you make guaranteed money. It's not as much wear and tear on your body. If you're really good, you get the recognition. Like no baseball, basketball's a lot of fun. I love football; it's my favorite sport. But yeah, just because wear and tear and the money, money's guaranteed. Like, I know money's guaranteed in the NBA too. But you're thinking baseball? Yeah. That's a good one. See, I used to want to go baseball, but the fact that you didn't say soccer player during World Cup time is, come on, it's soccer player. That's yeah. the obvious answer. Uh, they make good money, too, but, like, on they a world stage, you're super famous. But they make uh, bank. But I'm just saying, baseball, like, 
I used to pitch. That shit is fun. You don't even play every day, man. You pitch every five games. If you're a starting pitcher, you pitch every five games. That's true. And you get paid bank. They play a lot in soccer. Yeah. Year-round, damn near. You're right, you know. Way more wear and tear on the body. I mean, like, obviously you fuck your shoulder and elbow up pitching because the natural throwing motion is underhand, like in softball. But, like, I don't know. Max Scherzer, dude, it's like 200 million... Seven years, two hundred million, and he's taking it over fourteen years. This man could retire and just walk. He's gonna have to walk out to a mailbox every year. Oh, here's my paycheck for the year. Yeah, and they're uh, less recognized too, so they don't have to deal with all the bullshit in terms of the fame. Like, if you don't want to deal with that kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, it's really, really lovely to be a baseball player or a hockey player, really. But hockey players don't make as much. But I, I think baseball players the way to go. Yeah. Just money-wise, like, NBA would be fun, and so would football. Like, I love both those. I love playing both those sports, but, yeah. I wouldn't want to be 6'9", though, and I wouldn't want to nah, be... No, I wouldn't be, like, 6'4". Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I wouldn't want to... But if you're 6'4", are you really going to be that... I mean... I mean, MJ was 6'6", six, six, or no, 6'8". Charles Barkley's 6'4". Nah, MJ was 6'6". Six, six. Barkley's 6'4". Six, six, Barkley never won a ring. No, but he's still fucking great. I mean, Charles Barkley, for sure. I wouldn't mind being 6'4". You're right. You could dunk at 6'4". You could be a beast. Like, Steph Curry's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, six, Fair enough. You can be small and be a good player. It's just, like, the level of fame you have to deal with, too. I don't think I want to deal with all that. I think I would rather... No, be... like, LeBron can't walk down... Can't go anywhere. Nope. Not at all. I would rather want to be... If I was in the NBA, I'd be like John Stockton. <laughs> but baseball's the way to go. Like you said, I mean, you could be like Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla? You know him? The Mets, Bobby Bonilla is this player who every year I think he gets like. Oh, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he gets like a two million bucks every year or something like that because of a contract he signed in the '80s. Yeah, there's football players that do that too. They're like, just pay me two hundred thousand a year for fifty years or something for like that, years, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Yeah, he's been collecting that check forever. So crazy, so crazy. It's smart. That way you can't like, you can't really go. I mean, you could go broke, but like you can't. Like it's a guaranteed retirement plan. You're guaranteed two million bucks a year. Yeah, I mean, well, that contract would have to be a lot—two million dollars a year for a long time. Like, How much was it? I'm looking it up now. Every July first, his 1985 contract deferred 40 percent of his 1990 1.8 million dollar team option, 5.1 percent interest rate. That's what fucked him up. So the deal pays out $1.64 million from 2004 to 2033. And it's obtained through a life insurance company. It pays that much in total over those years or every year? No, every year. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty sweet. They owed him $5.9 million for the 2000 season and no longer wanted him. So, yep. And it adds up to $29.8 million. Huh, I can they own that much money if his contract was only five mil because of interest the interest uh, compounds over that time yeah that fucked him up but that was such a good contract his eight oh my god but it's smart be... doing that like because it's like when you win the lottery like i would take the lump sum but mm-hmm. it's smart to take the the payments because then you can't you can spend your money one year and you know you're getting more the next if i was young i would take the payments but I would do lump, I, I, lump sum would be the shit, dude. Like, <laughs> come on, G. 
Jake. Son, I don't care. You just said one would be smarter. It would be smarter, but you if you're smart with your money, you make the lump sum work too. Look at it this way, right? Imagine the lotteries when it's six hundred million or whatever. It's not that high often, but let's just say. So you take the lump sum, you're taking three hundred, like forty, four hundred million. Then you look at taxes, a third of it's gone there. Yeah. So you're looking at two hundred seventy five, three hundred million dollars after all that shit. You take half of that right away and put it in stocks or whatever. You're set. Or whatever. <laughs> and then you just spend the other hundred fifty million on whatever the fuck you want. Stocks or whatever. Just just throw that shit somewhere. Most of the time just, most of the time most of the time an index fund will, will get you ten percent every you're year. Right. You're right, you're hundred percent right. So you put even if you only put half of it in stocks and half of it in savings, you have seventy five million in savings. Oh. You make interest on that, then you have the other shit in stocks, you make money on that, then you spend the rest on whatever you want, like an island and leasing a helicopter. And making a number one hit song because you have four rappers hop on it and they write you a verse and then you have a, make royalties off of that. You're and talking about one of those super mega mega million big billions though. That's the mega billions. The joint right now, the mega millions or Powerball, they're like two hundred million. Even if you take lump sum off that, you're looking at hundred hundred fifteen hundred million at the end of it after taxes. No, no way. Are you really that much? You think? Probably. Here, I'll look it up. But yes, yeah, I'm just saying, dude. I'm not gonna argue with the Jewish dude. About even a hundred, even a hundred million dollars is a—that's a fuck ton of money. No, I'm not complaining, but I'm saying you put half of that it. away. You got fifty million in the bank. You got fifty million to sell to spend. The thing about it is, you're not gonna do those things once you have that money. So cash option is hundred fifteen million right now. If you win hundred ninety two mil, cash option hundred fifteen. So after taxes, after that, you're probably looking at like eighty. So if it's 119 million, you can take 115 lump sum. No, 192 million, oh. and then lump sum is 115. Oh, okay, that's not bad. So even still, though, yeah, you put half of that away and then spend the rest. Spend the rest. Like and there's a lot of economists that would agree money now is better than money later. 50 million can buy you a lot. You could buy like five islands and helicopters with that. Islands are actually pretty cheap. Still have a number one hit song. You pay 100k for a verse from like. I don't know who, like whoever. Quentin Miller. You get you get Travis Scott and Kanye for hundred K each. You get Migos for that much. Then you got a hit song, bro. <laughs> Make some royalties. Islands cost about five million bucks. You need a thirteen acre idol off the Caribbean. So yeah, that's not that much. And you know what else is really cheap? Castles. Yeah, dude, castle would be sweet. Castles are cheap as shit. Nicholas Cage has like three castles. But yeah, though, you buy an island, you can just live there the rest of your life. Start a little farm there. Get some piggies and some cows, chickens, grow farm. You can put a castle on your island. Never have to deal with another soul in your life. You take your little take a take a woman who's down for that there and just live out the rest of your life, you two. That gonna be you probably go a little crazy that way too, but still. You would definitely go crazy. I don't think that's the way to live. You can make a, fun. You can make a little community if you got some sister wives. <laughs> Ooh, so you're talking about that Jim Jones. This is basically, you're saying that Jim Jones hit the lottery. <laughs> no, this is no. This one. This is Wild Wild Country. You see Wild Wild Country on Netflix? No. Oh, Jake. Yeah, this is Wild Wild Country, what you're describing. Yeah, all right. Maybe I'm just a little off base with with that, but an island would be, would be sweet. Yeah. Wild Wild Country is basically this dude, Bagwan. Spoilers uh, on the way. He is uh, Rajneeshi, which is this liberal healer or whatever it's basically like if a love guru um 
took on capitalism and said, yeah, it's fine to have material goods, right? And I'm going to totally shun all this conservative bullshit from India. So he brought those teachings to America because in India they shunned them because they were a bunch of hippy-dippy weirdos. And they bought a bunch of land, acres and acres, to build their own town in Portland, Oregon, or like somewhere outside Portland, Oregon, like Leeds or some weird town outside Portland, all this farm country that the dude that started Nike owned. This is a true story? True story. Oh, okay. It happened in the, the mid-80s, and they were led by this really, really fire-breathing she-bitch named Sheila or something like that, or Sheba. <laughs> she was crazy, bro. She poisoned like 400 people, including kids, just because they didn't want them there. And they were all like practicing these weird sex rituals and shit. And the Bhagwan like gave all these people this weird look in their eyes. Like they just walked around like they were constantly on LSD. They were just high on life and dick. So it was crazy. And then at one point to, to overtake the vote for them to be voted out of the town or the municipality that they had bought out and built up and all this shit. I mean, they did something really amazing. They built a city in the middle of nowhere. So it was really, really cool what they did, like all these lawyers and engineers that had turned hippie. But anyway, they brought in a bunch of homeless people from like San Francisco and New York City and all these towns, like crazy homeless people that were fucking had mental issues and were ex-vets and shit and brought them into this town just so they could become citizens for 30 days because that was the law in that county so they could vote and say, oh, no, we want this Rajneeshi to stay. And it was fucked up. What ended up happening was the county changed the laws on the fly, which was technically federally illegal. They changed the laws on the fly to say, no, you can't vote. They changed the voting laws to make sure that these people weren't citizens and kind of took their voting rights away. And, yeah, the Rajneeshis ended up having to leave after, like, a year being there. But it was weird. It was a crazy year. I have to check it out. In the mid-80s, bro. Check it out. It was wild. It's, I just did like a really quick little two-minute synopsis, but I think it's something you're into. Wild, wild country. Yeah. I Dude, I haven't turned my PlayStation. I turned my PlayStation on for the first time in like a couple months this week. like, And it was to finish watching Dear White People. Oh, my God. I didn't watch season two of that. Uh, yeah, I just finished it. I bet you would like that shit. Eh. <laughs> eh. eh. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, I like Logan Browning. She's nice. Is that the light-skinned chick in this show? Yeah. yeah. I never watched the second season because I think I got it in the first season, what they were doing. Was the second season better than the first season? It was different. Hmm. Was it good? No. It, it was enjoyable. That tells me it wasn't worth my time. Thank you. It was. I mean, it was, it was, it was enjoyable. No. I, I, but I'm not going to sit here and recommend it and then have you come back and be like, oh, no, that's just shit. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to do that anyway. <laughs> No, I did the right thing to watch. I didn't watch the second season of that. I didn't watch the second season of 13 Reasons Why. Um, I didn't even watch the first season of that. I did. I mean, I got sucked through it. I hate watched it with a friend. And then, uh, you can judge me all you want. But season two of Riverdale is now on Netflix. I'm going to have to check that shit out. Isn't that about vampires or something, bro? No, no. Is it based off, like, the Archie comics or some shit? I don't know. My brother was watching it, and I just got sucked in. Archie? Yeah. Tell me, tell me more. I don't know what this is. It's Archie, uh, enlighten me. I forgot. It's like Archie and Jughead. Like Jughead. The, that's the what dude's name is Jughead. I like, remember now. Yeah. So yeah, no. That's is on it there. Comedy? No. Mm. But it's kind of it's it's really bad. But like it's just a train wreck. So I'm like oh, I gotta watch it. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch.
watch that. Um, I what? didn't watch the second season of Jessica Jones. I'm not going to watch the second season of The Punisher. Are they even making a second season? Of The Punisher? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How? I didn't. I, I don't know. I didn't finish the end of the first season, to be honest. Really? No, man. It was a Dude, big... the last episode is, is like... I'll, I'll finish it. Don't tell me. I'm going to finish it. I know it's old, but I will finish it. They're doing the second season, though. They announced it already. Dude, they're bringing somehow they're bringing John Barenthal's character back on Walking Dead for season nine, even though he died in season two. Which I don't understand. Like this shit is going through major changes. Rick, Rick the guy who plays Rick. I don't watch it. I stopped watching season. No, no. I'm just gonna say, like the guy who plays Rick, Andrew Lincoln, leaving the show. Good. In season nine, Maggie, uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie, leaving the show. Good. They, they probably want too much money. No, they just want to do all their shit. <laughs> Because that shit is terrible. They make bank, though, dude. Like, Not bad, but come on, man. They can make bank doing a lot at this point. They make fucking cake. Mm. $20 million, bro. Like, you know that's what these artists do, though. They do these shitty movies and TV shows that make a lot of money commercially all, that take their soul away so all, they can do indie projects. Although, although Walking Dead wasn't that shit until, like, the first five seasons were pretty good. I think. And then it fell off like fucking the second season with the governor is when it started to fall off nah governor wasn't in the second season bro no the second season with the governor remember they had two seasons of the governor well the jail was like the best I mean that was the best storyline part the jail yeah and that was what the third that was the governor comes in in like season three yeah and then ends up in season four like fucking shit up yeah so by season five I was out I was like what are they doing no I mean they follow like the books kind of until a certain point, I didn't. I didn't. Read I, the books. I read them. They're pretty good. They, the I, new sure. one just came out. Like I just read it today. Okay. It's like 180 issues or something. I'm sure they are really good. I didn't even know they there were books until recently. Like, yeah, they're graphic novels, so it's like comic book. So it's like easy to read. It's, it's great, great writing, and it's super fucking like explicit. So like they curse like shit in the comics, but not like they can't in the show. So it's pretty good. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's like, um, what's another graphic novel I used to check out? I forget, but what about Chris Hardwick, the Talking Dead host? Yeah. Your boy. Look, look, I I understand, like, we have to take allegations seriously. I'm not discrediting that woman, but, like, isn't this country supposed to be innocent until proven guilty? Well, he admits to what he did. I mean, really. No, he said he never sexually assaulted her. Well, he didn't sexually assault her. That's no, what she, she's saying. She, yes, she did. Oh, is that what she said? I thought she just said sexual abuse. Like, no, nah, like, mental she abuse. Said, she said, like, apparently it came out, like, apparently he raped her while they were in a relationship. That's what she said, yeah. Well, apparently he was, he's a dick, apparently, is what I'm, is what I'm gathering from a lot I'm of I'm not saying said. he didn't do it. I'm just saying, like. Not the they, rape thing. It's like the shit came out, like, day one and six hours later, everything is canceled. I don't think that's necessarily how it should be. I think, like, do what happened to due process. Now, I'm not taking away we have to take our allegations seriously. I'm not saying anything against that. At the end of the day, what he did was really shitty, what we know he did, in terms of being a human being. Like, preying on an insecure, vulnerable chick that he knew he could sort of boss around. Like, the rules thing, See, I, what she was saying. I just knew that, like, 
I didn't even know about the assault or rape. What I'm talking—that's all I knew about. I'm talking about the mental warfare he played with her, and like then like blacklist, getting her blacklisting, listed. That's all that I knew. Shit, but I didn't know about the other. I didn't know about the other shit. But the blacklisting alone is a dick thing to do. But that was piggybacked off the fact that he had this list of rules for like, oh, whenever I come home from the store or from doing a set, I, I need you to be ready for sex, or like, oh, well, I mean, she was willing to do it, whatever. You know, if you're that insecure and you're going to be in a relationship with an asshole like that, whatever. But I don't think you should be playing this wholesome, funny dude that is nerdy and has this... Like, you're not some nerd. You're some fucking weird, vengeful, I don't know, woman hater or something. That's weird. That's some weird behavior. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he denied, like... Like, I know he denied the assault, like, the sexual assault stuff. But he didn't say anything about the black blacklisting getting her career like off the rails that's some controlling manipulative vindictive type shit yeah i don't know i know she cheated on him not that that excuses anything absolutely but you know that's just my thought on it i don't know and it could all turn out to not be true but it is just it was a weird thing that came out weird story associated with um walking dead yeah but it is uh, this outrage culture in which all you need is an allegation. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like there's a fine, there's a way that we got to go about it, but we haven't quite figured it out yet. I mean, in this environment, it's almost who's next. It's just who's next. Because anyone can say anything, really. Like, they just want to fuck you up. It used to be easy to pinpoint. Like, three years ago, I remember saying, yeah, R. Kelly's next. But that was easy. Well, I mean, he... Yeah. But that was easy, is what I'm saying. That was easy. We knew R. Kelly was going to be next. At least I knew, like, if there is a next one after Bill Cosby, it's going to be R. Kelly. They should have been canceled a long time ago. Absolutely. And there have been others. I didn't know about all the Hollywood stuff because I don't follow gossip wires, but there would be no way for you as a a fan of movies to know all Harvey Weinstein's abuse. I didn't even know who the fuck Harvey Weinstein was. I knew what Weinstein Company was. I don't know him, so that's a different thing. Yeah. But I know you got to get going, right? Don't you got poker? Yeah, it's only 8.25. All right, still got a couple minutes? Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Jake's playing poker tonight. Talk about gambling. I suck at all types of gambling. Yeah, I only play every now and then, but we'll see. Still a way to earn some cash on the side. I really want to just go shoot some dice, but like craps is the way to go. I love playing craps. Fair enough, man. I never got into gambling. It's it's fun, <laughs> which is bad to say, I guess. <laughs> it's like a yeah, it's like a thrill seeker type thing. My jam. Yo, uh, all this new music came out. This month's been pretty wild. The music. Yeah, did you hear the Carters? No, I haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's good. I heard they like Jackson lyrics from old school rappers though, and just make it work. Like I don't flip. They flip lyrics like. <laughs> I don't think that's not the that's not the whole album. No, no, no. I'm no, just no. saying. That shit's hard though. They took some styles though. 
basically made it their own. I'm just saying, like, this music, this month, though, it's like, kind of, it's like Pusha T. Pusha T. Then we had, uh, Yay, which only had, like, two tracks on it that I fuck with. Then there's Kid Sea Ghost, which I fuck with a lot. Yeah, it was alright. Then there's, uh, J-Rock's album. J-Rock, which I still need to listen to. Nas's album, which I still need Nas. to listen to. Nas's was good. It had, uh, like, four bangers on it, for sure, that I like. The Carter album, like you just said. Carter's was good. Uh, that's really, like, all I really know about. But I still. mean, Joey Badass Oh, and ASAP had... ASAP's album dropped. ASAP had a release. Joey Badass had a release. Well, Joey Badass had 1999, which was his first like official joint redrop mm-hmm. on streaming services, which yeah. is pretty sweet. That was dope. Cause that that joint was tough. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty good music wise. Did you see the sales and streaming numbers for Tentacion? Like went up five hundred thousand percent after his after he died. Yeah, I mean, that just proves what Lil Duval's Instagram bio says. It says he be in movies and on stage and in TV doing shit we won't appreciate him for until he's dead. Because that's 100% real. Yo, uh, shout out, even though hopefully it'd be tight if they did hear this, but shout out to Desus and Miro. Getting yeah. that Showtime deal. Yeah, Jesus and Miro getting that Showtime money. That's the CBS family, so that's like a big jump from Viceland, which is nice. Like, shout out to Viceland for giving them the voice. Yeah, yeah, Spike And that Jones. lane. Yeah, Spike Jones. Shit, we, hey, we here. Put us on. We next in line. Yeah, if you hey, need anybody, you need, hey. Uh, hey. I know y'all need a next time slot for the number one late night show in television to take over because not everybody can afford that premium subscription bullshit Showtime got going on. Yeah. You just got to change your email every other month to get free on demand, which after a while, I get tired of getting all these random emails to my Yahoo, to my <laughs> Gmail, to my iCloud. So, yeah, you know, it, that that's good, though, to see that people can go from Twitter and YouTube. I mean, shit. There's a bunch of people like that, though. Look at Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover. Success, Donald Glover. I mean, he was huge in other lanes, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of social media success. Yo. Uh, Broad City. Um... And then who else? Uh, Charlemagne, just, HBO just signed up for a new interview series. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I hope it goes well because what I've found about those interview shows is they don't play well visually on television. You know what I'm saying? Like this podcast style format thing where you're sitting here talking. Let's on a YouTube show. People don't want to see it on HBO. Yeah. Because that Dave, David Letterman show on Netflix is shit. And I love David Letterman. I mean, they they talk about good stuff. They do, but I don't want to see it on TV. I could listen to that. I could download that and just listen to it while I'm driving to work. So. Well, that's why, yeah, no, I mean, that's why I think uh, it's like, you know, I think it's good for YouTube, like you said, or Netflix, where it's like, it's on Netflix. Like, you can put it on in the background and listen to something else. That's true. Do something else, you know. That's true. Whereas if it's on TV, you kind of have to sit and watch because you don't have the luxury of going back to rewind. Yeah. And I feel like HBO is known for good writing, good production. You look at Westworld, you look at Big Little Lies, you look at Game of Thrones, you look at Sopranos, Wire. I mean, I could go all day with shows that I'm yeah. on HBO that are the shit. Yeah, no. I mean, you look at Insecure, it's HBO, that's a good show. You look at uh, High even... Maintenance. Have you seen that show? Yeah, I think I've that's seen what it. it's called. Yeah, High Maintenance. That show is funny as shit. Mm-hmm. I like how that show has, like, 
it's not it's about it's about the main character but each episode is about someone who he deals with mm -hmm. and like that's just the guy yo the one with the uh where it's like i haven't the, seen them all oh uh, have you seen the one where it's like the first one that was on tv i think and it's like the dude's acting all hard and gangster and he had to fight with his girlfriend and then like He's like fucking with the katana and shit. Oh yeah, I and then the and then the weed dealer leaves, and then he's like British, and he's like yeah, super yeah. soft. He's like, "What did you think?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah I think he believed you through and through." Like, yeah, that shit was so funny. Yeah, man, you gotta play it up. But yeah, no, I mean HBO, the shit. So and I mean all of those shows we just named, none of them are interview shows. Yeah, the only talk shows that they even have in that format are like Real Sports with Brian Gumble, which has clips of sports, and they're tied to athletes, and they have. Real time with Bill Maher. And that's Bill Maher. So he's like a comedian that had a following brought over from Politically Incorrect. So that's a different thing. Unless Charlemagne is going to bring his following of listeners from Breakfast Club. Yeah. But but Bill Maher is more like talk show than interview show. Exactly. So that's even a different thing. But I mean, it could be like interview, interview shows are hot right now, man. Like... Like what? Name one. They choose marriage interviews. People watch their extended interviews all the time. I got you, but that was also like a sit down skit show. And look at like what like the J. Cole interview with uh who we just did it with, like people like loved to watch that shit. Fucking the yeah, David Letterman watch. show. It's just HBO trying to get into like, you know, that lane. But they tried the Bill Simmons the way the reason I say it is because Bill Simmons had a show on there that was like that and it didn't do well. Maybe it's because of Bill Simmons, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I hope Charlemagne does well. I just don't want it to be a sit down. Charlemagne is too good to just sitting down doing an interview. I don't want it to be like what he did with Kanye. If that's a taste of what we're gonna be getting on HBO, don't sign me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna watch that. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. You know. Yeah. Which I'm definitely rooting for him. I want him to do well. Shit, that's gonna be dope. That's definitely gonna be dope. It's good to see more black voices in those spaces. You got Trevor Noah. Got Desus and Miro out there. They, you know. Miro, I mean, uh, Miro is Dominican, but that's still, you know, an African diaspora. And then you got uh, um, Charlemagne now. Who else we got out there speaking for black people? I mean, there was uh, Larry Wilmore, but his show, like... Yeah, got the, and I mean, his show wasn't really that funny, but he still writes on... Um, yeah. Uh, insecure, so... His voice is still prevalent in the culture. I mean, it's just a bunch. A bunch of us out here making waves. It's good stuff. And of course, a lot of Jews out there. I mean, you guys are in Hollywood, so. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, I'd be careful saying that. Well, it's true. I know it's true, but I I should probably be the one to say that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just trying to look out for you. I'm not getting mad. Like, I don't care. I'm just saying, you never know. It might come for you. It's like. It's the like. Jewish mafia, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it didn't come after Roseanne. Fucking Roseanne's. Fuck. She's one of your own. Fuck no. Fuck her. She's Jewish. Well, fuck her. <laughs> oh man. Y'all don't even think we got a chance to talk about that. Nah, bro. We haven't. We haven't talked in like two, three weeks. Yeah, man. Roseanne was a wild one. Yeah, because I posted one. Uh, I think it was like a week and a half ago, but that one was pocketed. So that's nice to have a couple pocketed. But um, yeah, Roseanne was wild. There was something else that happened that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, damn it, I forget. You don't watch Westworld, right? Nah, I haven't. I, haven't. I need to, but I haven't. Yeah, man, this show is too damn good. Too damn good. 
I mean, there was the finals, the fucking sweep. Yeah. I, that but was, after game one, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I wiped up the momentum. You knew it was going to happen. I thought for sure they were going to get at least one more. That's my fault. Back off. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. So. Plenty of shit has happened, but it's, it's been just, such a while. Yeah, I know. I mean, we covered a lot, too. I'm hungry as fuck. Chick fil A, sponsor us. Yeah, I stuffed my face with kava. So delicious. A nice $14 bowl filled with braised beef and chicken and chickpeas and quinoa and rice and greens and all types of shit. Tzatziki sauce and yogurt. Uh -uh. Pickled onions and I could go all day. Tomatoes. It was good. Yeah. So I had that and uh, I've been intermittent fasting 16 hours. Yeah, Only yeah. Eight hours on. My brother does that shit too. It's good shit. Mental clarity through the roof. How do you think this podcast has been so damn crisp? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't get sluggish at all, man. It's kind of weird. And I, I'm not even hungry. I hit one wall in the morning and then I'm good. Yeah, once you fight through hunger pains, like, you're all right. It's just, I do that shit every day, so. <laughs> I do. Well, with the weird hours, like, I don't get up early enough to be eating before I go to work. Hmm. And then it's so early that it's like, oh, you want breakfast, but it's like, I'm at work. So then, like, then I go to McDonald's next. I end up eating McDonald's more times than not because it's right next door to the station. Wow, don't do it. And you it's intermittent fast. And it's open. No, most of the time I wait till I get home, but, yeah, I just be, I'm hungry, man. I'm trying to gain weight, too. I'm too frail. Yeah. Frail out this bitch. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be intermittent fast. Bird gang. <laughs> you do have a bird gang. Yeah. It's nice not being a slave to food for once. There's been so many times where I've been out. It's like, damn, my stomach is growling so bad. I have to stop and get a chicken sandwich. Yeah. I just have to. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't do that. I anymore. want a chicken sandwich, right? Chicken sandwich is a waffle fries for free. <laughs> oh, hold the pickles. <laughs> and the burn no pickles. <laughs> Yo. You viewers, uh, not viewers, you listeners out there, you can't you can't see me right now with your boys getting this tan game on. Yeah, man, Jake been on that Ocean City game, <laughs> getting that money out there. Yeah, man, running the beach is nice. Mm. Yo, I had, I had my first dickhead customer of the year. Mm. So, the owner wants me to preset five umbrellas in the morning, like just across the beach. That way, when people come down, they can be like, "Oh, can I have an umbrella?" I'd be like, "Sure, I have those set up. Mm -hmm. Take one of those." But you still got to pay. So this guy comes out. He's like, yeah, can I get an umbrella to share? I'm like, sure. So he's like, yeah, how do you know? Like, who's what? And I was like, I have pretty good memory when it comes to faces. And people are pretty good at letting me know when they're leaving. So I can go pick it up. Well, then 10 minutes later, this guy comes up. He's like, yo, how much for an umbrella for the day? I'm like, it's $12. He's like, all right, I got to go get cash. Well, five minutes after that, I look up. His whole family set up under this one umbrella. And it was one of my presets, and they moved the preset. The preset wasn't there no more. So I was like, man, I got to go deal with this. Like, fuck. So I walk over there. I'm like, excuse me. They're like, yeah, I'd like to use umbrellas. You got to rent it. It's $12 for the day. And they were like, well, the front desk told us it's free with the hotel. I said, I'm sorry, but no, they didn't because they know better than that. Like, that's not the case. And then they were like, well, Somebody gave it to us, like, they said they were done with it, and they transferred it to us. And I was like, again, I'm sorry. That's not how this works, even if someone did do that. But I know for a fact that this umbrella was just right over there, empty, not being used. They were like, well, somebody gave it. I was like, no. 
They're like, well, that happened yesterday. I was like, well, no, it didn't because I was out here yesterday too. I know that didn't happen yesterday. So then the girl's like, all right, fine. Like, how much is it? I'm like, it's $12. She's like, all right, do you have change? I was like, if you give me the 20, I'll run back, get you the change, whatever. She's like, here. And the guy's like, you're lucky my girl is here. And I was like, you're lucky your girl is here or I would have taken the umbrella. Or if you wouldn't have let me, security would have came out here and taken the umbrella. And if you want to let them, then probably the feds would have came out here and taken the umbrella. Like, one way or another, you're lucky your girl is here, not me. And then uh, I didn't say that. I wanted to. But in my head, I said it, you know. And, uh, <laughs> of course. But I'm like, he's like, yeah, you're lucky my girl is here. But I was like, look, I just need the money. Like, that's how this works. And then uh, he's like, you need to do better at your job. Like, this shit was just sitting here empty. I'm like, well, no, see, like, that's where you're wrong. Like, you're not going to tell me how to do my job. Mm. I was like, I set up umbrellas in the morning so when people come onto the beach like you did, they can go, oh, how much is it? Like you did. And I can go, it's $12. And they'll be like, all right, I'll take one of those umbrellas. And he was like, well, no, you just didn't pick it up. Like, you need to be quicker. You're shitty. Did it? I was like, no. Like I just explained, you're not going to tell me how to do my job. Mm. And then uh, I did the change of shit, and then I came back, and then they, like, walked off the beach later, didn't say a word, nothing. I'm like, no stress on me. Like, <laughs> No shit for you. It's just funny how, like, the dude, ten minute, like, five minutes before this shit happens, mentioned it to me, like, oh, how do you make sure this doesn't happen? And then, sure enough, five minutes later, and then on top of it, they set up right next to the dude. So as I'm dealing with it, I make eye contact with him, and he just starts laughing. And I have to be all straight-faced because i got to deal with these fucking assholes. <laughs> be professional. Customer's always right. So then I went up. When I went up to get some water, I went to my manager. and was like, just a heads up. You may get a complaint about me. And he was like, oh. He's like, what's up? And I told him. He was like, oh, no, you did the right thing. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know I did the right thing, but all right. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's ridiculous. People think the customer's always right just because it says it on TV. It's bullshit, man. This ain't Burger King. This man just came up to me and asked, how much is the umbrella for the day? $12. Oh, all right. I'll be right back with the cash. And then you just take one of my umbrellas? Come on. You don't think I'm watching for this shit? Yeah, you were clearly saying, oh, I'll be right back with the cash. Like, mind this one. Just like it's down. not that I'm watching you. It's just like my job is to sit on the beach and sell chairs and umbrellas all day. Like I know who fucking buys the... Excuse me. Fuck. Rent. <laughs> Damn, sure you need some food? <coughs> Sounds like you need a doctor. It's like my job to know who rents the chairs and umbrellas. It's my job to watch the empty shit to make sure nobody takes it. Like, the fuck do you think this is? Oh, front desk. Nope. Oh, well, someone transferred. Well, that's not how it works. Like, well, yeah, no, that is not how this business <laughs> works. Hell no, it's not how it works. Man. How do you think we make money out here? It's like when people are done, I come and take this shit. If you want to run it, you come back up. Yeah, people are ridiculous. They get really entitled in situations like that, too. It comes around vacation time. They're ready to do whatever. And then it's like, I just want to be like, oh, so you run a beach stand? So you know how this shit works? Mm -hmm. <laughs> go ahead. You want to you wanna go work for me today? It's like, do I better. can hang out with your family? Go ahead. <laughs> do better. <laughs> Yeah, man. First asshole of the season. Won't be the last, bro. Nope. Definitely won't be the last. Because taking the stuff at the end of the day is even worse. Because, like, we're open till 5. 5 o'clock, I got to go around and collect stuff, whether people are done with it or not. Mm -hmm. So if people are sitting in chairs, I can be like, excuse me, I'm sorry, but like, I'm closing the shop. I got to take this stuff. Then they either give me a hard time 
or they fake like they're giving me a hard time trying to be joke, joking about it, and they're just playing around, or they're like, oh, save me for last. Mm-hmm. It's like you and everyone else asked me to save them for last. I can't fucking do that. <laughs> Man, people want special treatment. It's like I start on this side and I move, make my way down. I'm not going to give you any like, oh, yeah, I'll wait for you to, to save for last. Or I'm not going to run to the other side and start down there. This is not going to happen. I chose this side today. Like, <laughs> No, strong side. <laughs> this one lady one time was like, was like, I'm the reason the hotel is full. Like, this is my conference. I'm like, ma'am, I just work here. Like, I'm telling you, we close at 5. I need to take my stuff. And I thought she was kidding around at first, and then she got real mad. And I was like, would you like to speak to my manager? She was like, yes, I would. I'm like, all right. So I ran up because I thought my manager would be on my side, you know. Ran up. I was like, this is what's going on. Can you come talk to her? And he was like, he's like, no, I don't need to talk to her. He's like, just tell her she can keep it. I'm like, no. I was like, you're making me look like a terrible, like, terrible person right now. Like, no. He's like, yeah, just tell her she can keep it. And we'll, like, come get it off the beach when she's done with it. Or she can bring it up. And I was like, god damn it. Like, so I went out there and told her. And of course, she was all smug and had an attitude. Like, yeah, I'm right. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like. Maybe he knew something you didn't know. No. <laughs> no, we never let. We're not supposed to. Because once the lifeguards leave, they have our stuff. And somebody gets hurt, we are liable. While the lifeguard's there, beach patrol's there, the city is liable. Mm. Yeah, so. So that's why I gotta take the stuff at 5, because the lifeguard leaves at 5.30. It's like, I gotta be done by 5.30. Yeah. So people don't get that, and then it's like, they wanna bitch at me, because I'm just doing my job. Well, you gotta take the chairs? Well, yeah, I locked those boxes. Yeah. Well, I can't keep the chairs? Do you have a key to those boxes? <laughs> Won't you bring your own chair? If you wanna sit down on the beach, it's like, bring a chair. You have a towel. Like, yeah. sit on your towel. That's what it's for. People just get so pissy, man. It's like you're on vacation. How are you going to be mad on vacation? <laughs> pregnant. Which brings me to another topic. I have a friend who's pregnant. And water birth versus natural birth. What's your stance? Yeah, I mean, I don't have to ever give birth, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't really speak on it, you know? I don't, I don't mind a natural birth, but I'll just ask because John Hopkins, I just found out, pioneered the natural birth, I think, or water birth or whatever. And they say it's a more natural form of a baby come into the world because they swim around in the womb, placenta, or whatever. Yeah. And come out that way in the water, and it's just natural. And it also supports the aquatic ape theory. So. I mean, I've heard, I've heard that. Like, I know, I don't know anyone personally who's done it, but I know, like, heard of people doing it. I just like I don't know anything about about it. I don't know the benefits of it. I can't really sit here and speak on anything I don't really know about. Hey, At least Mom I don't Shumper. feel right doing it. Hey, Mom Shumper did it. I'm gonna loop in a female point of view on not only this, but on the issue that we had earlier. Oh man. We're not gonna use names, but we got a scenario going on, and. The fact of the matter is, we need a female perspective on this. So we'll bring in Hillary. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Say hello to Jay. Yo, what's good? Hey, what's going on? Shit. <laughs> Just talking. Alright. So, well, Jake said he has no stance on water birth versus natural birth, as he shouldn't, because he has a penis. So... 
I told him, you know, women did what they should do. But they, we have new evidence on the scenario from earlier. And we're not going to use names, but you know who I'm talking about and what he's going through with his said relationship. We found out that said person whom said other... Anyway, the man yeah. who's dating the woman is being wronged, all right? And it turns out that the woman had other lies that were being held back, some other deceitful mistrusts and mistruths. One of them being that for her birthday, a plane ticket was bought by an individual that wasn't her boyfriend slash fiance slash yes. So, yeah, she went to Essence Fest a couple weeks back. Well, from a female perspective, if you had a male friend and you were in a relationship with somebody for four years, five years, three years, a prolonged period of time, would your significant other know about this male friend? Um, I, I don't know the context around their friendship. Their friendship is such that she felt the need to withhold it from her significant other, but they're close enough that she's willing to accept plane tickets and private stays in hotels in other cities for a birthday gift. In the well, same year that she was proposed to by said significant other. All the while withholding information from significant other. But would he have been insecure and tripping on it? Oh my goodness. That's exactly what she said, Hillary. <laughs> so her argument is it wasn't her argument, Jake, if I'm not mistaken, that well if I told you you would get upset. That's what he that's what our friend told us. So basically that's a tricky situation because I somewhat understand her because if she has someone that will do something for her, especially that someone she knows and she definitely doesn't have to be sleeping with them. Um, I mean, you know, I don't, man, I feel... Jake's making a face. I feel, I want to say more, but I don't want to say too much. Fair enough. I think that even if you aren't having sex with the person currently who's doing that for you, you had to have had sex with them in the past. My argument was dudes don't buy, buy plane tickets for women they haven't had sex with. Oh, that's a lie. That's a, that's a lie. That's a big old fat lie. Uh, I guess you would know, huh? I would. I've been, I, I mean, I was young once, younger. <laughs> <laughs> and you've had plane tickets bought for you by males that you for sure didn't have sex with. Absolutely. Older males, though. Like dudes who had cash. Like not friends that are in the same age group as you, who you've known for 10 years. suppose exactly that's a different scenario is it not i suppose you're right there yes okay. yes so, it is all right so i don't know just looping in the female perspective on these things is important because we're just two dudes here talking about other women and what they got going on and the hormones I mean, and everything it definitely shows the uh the level of um 
where you really want to be at in terms of relationships. Because when you really want to be serious with someone, you'll eventually turn all that shit down. Can I cuss? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll eventually be like, you know, it's not, I don't care. But when you still want to do stuff and kind of live your life, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to say, Jake? Nothing. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. It's just all about honesty. That's what I said. I was like, four years in, these things are things that should have been vetted out. So, it's just, you know, something that we were bouncing off for a female to see if... I mean, I see... I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I can see where she's coming from. Yeah, no, we can all see where she's coming from. And like I said, I have female friends who I'm super close with, so I get it. But also, the girls that I've dated have known about them. And when they didn't, and it came out in a lie, it always was a problem. So, better well, just be honest. Just don't bring it up, then it's not a lie. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're, technically that's true. Technically, you know, I I kind of used to pull that line, actually, unfortunately. I used to say, I'm not lying. Just because I'm not telling you something don't mean I'm lying. Yes, you are. You're withholding information. That's not, not lying. It's not lying. It's not lying. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> On that note, we're going to allow Hillary to go ahead and take her leave. On that deceitful-ass note. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're de- I guess we're deceitful then. Yeah, no, we all are. We all are. I am, I, I would do that because I have done that in the past. But I'm just saying, we know that that's not right. We know morally that isn't the right thing to do. And if you know morally it ain't the right thing to do, don't do it. Because you don't want it done to you. Maybe, maybe. But all right. Well, I'll talk to you later, Hillary. Thanks for coming in. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for calling. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, so, on the radio the other day, or last week, they actually asked, they said, if you get flown out, is it obligatory to have to have sex with the dude that flew you out? Like, are you obligated? And they had people call in, and all the girls were like, no, you're not obligated, you do what you want. And the one dude that called in was like, hell yeah! He's like, hell yeah, you're obligated. He's like, I'm spending my money, I'm flying you out. Like, yeah, you better... He's like, you know, there's already the intention there. Like, the intention is already there if we're fly- if I'm flying you out. So he's like, you- I was just like, and they gave him the prize. They are like, thanks for being the only dude that called in and had the balls to say that shit. I was like, oh, fuck. My thing is, has he ever flown a girl out, though? Because I know there are dudes out there who have flown girls out and didn't smash. Well, I mean, obviously, but, like, I don't know. If I'm flying you out, like, I'm going to have, like, a preconceived thought that, like, kind of knowledge like that this is going to happen i'm smashing you're smashing because we're the type of dudes that aren't going to fly a girl out unless we know we're smashing but there are a lot of dudes out there who like i ain't flying out you out for a conversation there are a lot of dudes out there who will fly girls out on the hope and the wind man there there's some rich motherfuckers out there <laughs> that sounds terrible and i hope this isn't coming across the wrong way but <laughs> i ain't flying i have no conversation happening whether you want it to or not <laughs> like I enjoy conversation but it, like I'm gonna get to know you first um, if you're flying her out there you already know her right you're flying her somewhere I hope you know this bitch why are you with this her shit was off state? this shit was dope okay so the example was future 
apparently told the, told his girl he was a flyer out, but he was like, "You pay for it, and I'm gonna pay pay back." And then she flew out, and he just never picked her up or nothing. Like, the future, the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just get too high? Why didn't he pick her up? He probably had other bitches. I don't know. Damn, that's just fucked up. That's so he but he made her he flew her out on layaway though because like she paid for it. Yeah, that's just she was bad stuck problem. with the money. That's why she was mad. That's terrible. But I don't know if that how true that shit is. You know, but like I doubt that's true. Future has enough money to drop a plane ticket on a bitch and then leave her at the airport if he wants. It's a hunt. I have enough money to do that. You can fly her out on frequent flyer miles. What the fuck, man? You know how many points Future probably has. <laughs> <laughs> if he's smart with his credit, Future probably has like 10 million frequent flyer points on Chase or some shit. Or Black American Express, whatever he uses. <laughs> he's probably got, you know, a bunch of points with one of those jet free clubs. You know, if he's smart. And he seems like he is. Because he'd be acting his ass off. Yeah. Is it poker time, bro? Yes, yeah, 855. I gotta get going. Yeah. Alright, well it's been real. We appreciate your time and your contribution to the chaos. Yeah, just another episode, you know? Yeah, just another episode. Welcome to the next episode. Hopefully we, I can get, we can get back on track, but uh, it seems like weekdays are going to have to be it for a while. Because I've been on this ground trying to make this good food. Like Paperboy. Miss one weekend. To my verbal imagination. Assume a virtue if you have not. Or better yet, here's a verse from Hamlet. Lord, we know who we are, yet we know not what we may be. So maybe I'm the one, or maybe I'm crazy. I'm from Marcy Houses, where the boys died by the thousand back when Pam was on Martin. Yeah, that's where it all started when Dizel was blocked. And carpet, I'll pack up nine millimeter when Slick Rick made Mona Lisa. When Lisa Bonet was Beyonce, other day I had divas, y'all. Think I just popped up in this bitch like a fetus, nah. Pregnant pause, give you some second thoughts. It's room on the bandwagon, don't abort, Marcy. Man. Marcy, me, streets is my artery, vein of my existence. I'm the god from City Heartbeat. I started in lobbies now. Polly with Saudis, I'm a Sufi to Goofies, I could probably speak Farsi, that's poetry, reek a coca leaf from my past, came through the bushes smelling like roses, I need a trophy just for that, old Brooklyn, not this new shit, shit feel like a spoof, fat laces in your shoe, I'm talking busting off the roof, hold a Uzi vertical, let the thing smoke, y'all flirting with death, I be winking through the scope, shout out to all the murderers, turn murals, plural, fuck the federal bureau, Shout out to Nostranad, flushing that Myrtle. All the county of kings, may your ground stay fertile. Shout out to Big Papa, Daddy Kane, heroes. Thus concluding my concerto, Marcy Me. Just a